Hey, welcome to Read Write Geek, a podcast for readers, writers, and makers of all kinds. We're glad to have you. Welcome aboard. Season 2, Episode 1. Hey guys, welcome to Read Write Geek. I'm excited to have you checking back in to the podcast and hope that you're going to find a lot of stuff here over the next few months that's really going to um, work for you and help you out with your writing and entertain you too. If you've checked out my website recently, you might see that I've posted a series of what I call five-minute blog posts. These are really just micro posts because Frankly, I don't really like writing blog posts. It kind of saps my energy to write the stuff that I need to write, which is my fiction, and and I don't really want to go down that road. So I'm doing like five-minute blog posts. So sitting down, blasting something out, that seems like an interesting thing. The most recent one, though, was on my January writing goals, and it made me think that that might be a thing that you guys would be interested in that could be of use. Lots of writers set goals, and then they never reach them, and I was absolutely one of those writers for a very long time. But it's because my goals were just sort of not really well thought out and pie-in-the-sky sort of stuff. Uh, it's like somebody saying, well, you know, you gotta, you gotta, I'm hungry, I'm gonna have to cook a five-course meal. And then you kind of go, eh, well, I don't know. It was daunting, right? I was setting goals that were too big. They were things like, finish the chapter, or like it says in the post, write the damn book. That's not really a goal, you know, that's not an achievable goal. And if you have spent any time in the business world like I have, you know that there's such a thing as smart goals that are supposed to be achievable and measurable and relevant. And I think the last, the T is trackable. I'll actually look that up so that you can have that as a reference if you really, really want it. But the basic idea is that you need to set goals that you can achieve. Don't set a goal that's too much for yourself. Even if your ultimate goal is to finish the book, maybe finish this whole chapter is not really a logical thing. So maybe setting your goals to something that's manageable will work better. I even tried write every day, and that turned out not to be a manageable goal. Because life happens and stuff gets away from you and day jobs and family, etc., etc., etc. Setting goals can be really tricky and you have to set goals that work for you. I'll tell you about what I did, but that doesn't mean that that's going to be the thing that works for you. You're going to have to try stuff and see how it feels. That's really the trick here, trying stuff and seeing how it feels and not being hard on yourself if you don't succeed, you know, if you don't hit it out of the park every time, because it's just not, a, sometimes it's a mindset thing. Um, I know that's what it was for me. I don't like to be told to do anything. And if my goals felt like me telling myself, you have to do this, then that little creature in me that doesn't do stuff that other people tell her to do would kind of rise up and go, no, we are not doing that. Anyway, I started working with Sarah Cannon, who is a fabulous indie author and who will eventually be a guest on this podcast. A couple years ago, Sarah and I met in a uh, business mastermind, which I dare to say she's got far more out of than I have. But <laughs> um, but at any rate, uh, 
that's where I was introduced to Sarah and got to know her Publish and Thrive Indie Publishing course and got to uh, participate in her Heart Breathing's HB90 uh, planning class. And part of that class is looking at how much time, looking realistically at how much time you're going to have to write. So I've taken that idea and have kind of built a variation of it. Given the nature of my my day job, which is teacher, I am uh, adjunct faculty at a community college here nearby, and I teach media arts, which has nothing to do with writing, for which I'm very glad, because if it had to do with writing, I would not have any time to write uh, or any desire to write. But um, teaching media arts, and because the job is cyclic, I'm going to have a different amount of kind of emotional bandwidth every month to put into writing. And let's be honest, if you're writing, especially if you're writing a novel, emotional bandwidth is a big deal. And I could do a whole nother podcast on that. And if you're interested, leave a comment and, and I'll work something up. But basically, I look at how intense the month is going to be for me in terms of teaching and grading and all that kind of stuff. And I think about what days are going to be really heavy for me to focus on school. I try to discount the days that my classes meet, even though I'm teaching online. It's basically, it starts at 9 and it ends at 12.30, and that's just the class meetings. And those happen Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So I try to discount most of Monday and Wednesday as writing days. Those don't count as writing days. I, I'm not, I'm going to be too tired. I'm going to be dealing with student questions. I'm going to be grading. I'm not really going to have the time and the energy to do any writing or to do much writing. So I qual- classified the month as either heavy, moderate, or light in terms of how much energy I'm going to have to devote to writing And then I figure out how many days I think I can actually devote to writing. And I have a scale. I know how much I can write in an average writing session. I know what's normal for me. You need to figure out what's normal for you for this to work. But I figure out what's normal for me. And then I multiply my normal kind of daily word count uh, based on heavy, medium, or light. I adjust it up or down. And then I multiply that by the number of days and that I think I will have available to write. And that gives me the word count goal for the month. Okay. So you can see that I have a pretty detailed system. I'm starting out with a knowledge of how much I can write in a given day, in a given session. And this is something you have to learn by trying it out, right? Try out a bunch of different things, but I know what it is for me. And then I have days marked off that are writing days and other days that are non-writing days. So I have those built into my calendar and I have also a monthly goal. Now, I admit that I also set a stretch goal for this. So I have a monthly goal and then I kind of, go, well, okay, things go really, really well with school, then I might get four extra writing days. And I add, total that up and add that to my monthly total, and that becomes my stretch goal. So you see how I put this together, right? So it's kind of confusing maybe, but, you know, hopefully you're following along. I'll put together a checklist so that you can uh, download something to have if you want to try this yourself. Um, It'll be pretty simple and straightforward because, you know, this is kind of straightforward stuff, but 
a lot of people don't do it. And I found that this has really, really helped me. So I have this and I do this every quarter because of the nature of my job. It's a semester-based thing, but really my intense teaching stuff is the end of January, February, March, and April. I do this every quarter. Every three months, I go back, I evaluate, I look at whether I did a good job or a bad job estimating my time and how I did estimating the word count that I was uh, thought I would get every day. Uh, sometimes, obviously, the workload changes. Some of the, the classes, you know, depending on what's going on in the class, they can eat up a lot of time or they can just kind of run themselves. It was a very long, rambling way to make a point that my schedule is very changeable. Now, I keep my goals really small. And the reason that I, and I mentioned this in the five minute blog post, the reason that I keep the daily goals small, and we're talking like 300 to 500 words, okay, is because that's easy for me. That may not be easy for you. You pick what's easy for you. If 50 words is easier for you, and you think you can do it compared to 300, then that's what your goal should be, okay? Keep your daily word count goals small, because I find it's, I realize this is a mental hack, but I find I am much more likely to sit down and give it a shot at the end of the day, even if I'm tired, if the goal is small. And I think, well, yeah, 300 words, I can do that. That's, you know, I can do that in 15 minutes. That's okay. I'll sit down and get that. I'll knock those out now. And of course, what usually happens is that I spend more time at it and I write a lot more words. So I exceed my writing goal. But that's what I want. That's what I want to see. This isn't stump the writer. It's not a challenge. It's supposed to be something that's a tool that helps me make progress and establishes a habit. That's the the important part. The small goal that you think you can reach, that you know you can reach easily, will get you to sit down every night until sitting down every night to write is a habit. And you don't really even have to sort of game yourself into doing it. I have to say that writing for me is my self-care, and it's my happy place, and it's what I do to reward myself. I know people who reward themselves for writing another thousand words. Writing is my reward for all the other junk that I have to do in a day, right? You know, I put on pants. Yay, I'm going to write a thousand words because I put on pants. I'm going to start writing early. I'm not, I'm not going to fix dinner. I'm going to get pizza and I'm just going to write after, after we eat, those kinds of things. Here's the thing too, though, you have to be, you have to experiment with these goals because sometimes goals you think you can make turn out to be goals you can't make. And I'm not sure, one of the goals that I had set for myself was to write a short story every month because I used to only write short stories and I would like to kind of get back to some short story writing and produce some cool stuff that happens in this world that I've created for, for my debut novel and for the sequel. But that turned out to be too ill-defined a goal. I think it was really in the definition of it. So I'm going to try to break it into smaller pieces, into smaller tasks, uh, and we'll see what happens. I am not a plotter. I am entirely a pantser. I sit down at the computer and start typing, and the characters basically just tell me the story, and I kind of transcribe it. And then I go back later and pretty it up and vary the language and take care of, you know, issues and stuff like that. But 
this is what it means to be a pantser. It doesn't mean that you don't know what's going on in the story, but it just means that you sort of, I don't know. It's hard to describe. I, if you're a plotter, great. Do it. I've tried plotting. It does not work for me. And there's some YouTubers that I absolutely love, some author tubers that I follow that I adore, who are such assholes about plotting versus pantsing. But that's a whole different, different podcast. All right, back to goals. Writing a short story once a month has turned out to be too ill-defined, I think, or too nonspecific. I didn't write a single word on a short story. I wrote out an idea for a short story, but then it didn't seem to actually have any place to go. So I was kind of puzzled by that. Uh, it may just be that my short story muscles uh, are not very fit right now because I've been focusing more on the long form for the last two or three years. So maybe what I need to do is find one of my old short stories and rework it. Most of those were not published. I had a couple of short stories published in obscure literary magazines a very long time ago, and we're talking about the kind of magazines that pay you in contributors' copies, so most of which I think are defunct now, and one of which was the Georgia Southern College Literary Magazine, which I don't don't think counts. Sorry, Georgia Southern. Um, but I don't know why this was such a hard goal for me. And I'm wondering how I need to change it. It's still on my list of goals, but I'm not really sure how to shift it around. So if you guys have any bright ideas about how to make that goal a little more achievable, uh, that would be great. It may just be that I'm completely unmotivated because I'm really enjoying writing the sequel to my novel now, even though I'm writing it from the end. Don't know how that happened, but there we have it. That's what I got for you. Do you have writing goals? Do you establish them? Uh, do you set them for yourself? And even better, once you set them, do you meet them? Uh, what kind of tools do you use to help meet your goals? Like I say, I'm finding word sprints uh, with friends really, really helpful. Um, that gives you kind of an immediate accountability and it makes you sit down and write. And that's what we're talking about, right? That's what we want to do. All right, that's it for now. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, please leave any comments down below if you've got some thoughts uh, or some ideas or some questions or if you have moral outrages, just don't bother. I'm distressed enough. I don't need any more crap. Thank you. And I kind of feel that way for everybody. No crap. This is a no crap zone. Don't give anybody crap over anything that they say, any comments that they make, okay? I'll put that checklist for you uh, linked down below. And we will rock it from there. Okay, that's all. Thanks for checking in. And I hope to see you, hear you next week. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. We post new content every Thursday. So don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't miss a thing.